You can't handle the truth. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. You're gonna need a bigger potion. Do I feel lucky? Nobody puts baby in a corner. That's it, man. Game over, man. Game over. Ohio's best classic hits, 92.9 WDLR. Good. Finally, Friday, my friends. Time to go through the lens with Miss Tracy, Mr. Darren, and a special guest. Would you like to introduce your special guest? Why do we have a guest here, Tracy? Well, we have a guest because, uh, well, Peyton usually comes in sometimes. but Peyton 2.0. Peyton 2.0. But um, anybody that has been or is or will be employee of the month at the strand <gasps> what? gets His to be face on just air lit up so noah <laughs> congratulations you are co-employee of the month for july and i will at our staff meeting tomorrow announce the other person you've done a great job so Yay! does that does that mean he gets half the parking space no he gets a parking space and i believe the girl mentioned something about a check Yes, and he gets $25. Sweet! But more importantly than the parking and the $25, he gets to be on the radio. Yeah! Yeah. Yay! Coup de gras. Yeah, I was going to say, this is is a prime location. you got to earn it, and Noah did. Yes, Noah earned it. Congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) So today, Noah is going, and I'm really interested in his perspective on this Uh movie. We are reviewing Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes! Um, This movie is two hours and 41 minutes long. It's Based long. on actual events, or I guess is it a characterization, is, or this is my rage that you're going to get oh, unleashed right. leashed upon right. you. Nope. Yes, in so theory. I'm sorry, I, I I stepped over you. It is how long? Two hours and forty one minutes. Good. Night, you did no. not step on me, Fred. This is this you led into. Okay. This is going to be the best episode of the year. Yes, All the right. ones where Tracy and I don't necessarily agree, and we don't, are Uh-oh. really good because I. All right. This is like life Strap of the party style, in there, ladies and gentlemen. Tracy, you don't have a quote, but you want to flash some trivia at us instead. Well, yes. As with many directors, Quentin Tarantino has his pack of people that he relies upon: Leonardo DiCaprio, Kurt Russell, Harvey Keitel, Michael Madsen. But who is his favorite? And what six movies has he been in? Hmm. Samuel L. Jackson. That is correct. What are the movies? <laughs> I don't Hateful know. Eight's one of them. Hateful Eight's one of them. Um, Noah, do you know any? Pulp Fiction. Yep. Oh, yes. Indeed. Jackie Brown. Was he in Jackie yes. Brown? Oh, okay. Yes. He was the pianist in Kill Bill. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, there's a reason why you're here, and it's not that you're employee of the month. There's it's that you know your more. stuff. There's two more. Uh, well, does Kill Bill count as twice, or was he only one of them? I think one. Okay. One. All right, so. Um, uh, I Wow. Oh, wait, was, he was in um, Django Unchained. Yes, and okay. there's one more. Wow. Um, he was not in Reservoir Dogs. No. But he wasn't in Inglorious. He wasn't in Inglorious Bastards? No. Oh, okay. I'll give myself a point for that. Yeah. Noah assisted. Yeah, Noah assisted. For now, Noah's on Team Darren, but that's about right. to change, I'm thinking. Uh-oh. Yep. Okay. Good. Moving that was on. onward. That was a good trivia quote. That was yeah. fair. Thank you. So let's talk about who's in this movie. Now, for the interest of time, let's focus on the real characters, because Quentin Tarantino, one of the things he does do well is get his pack of people in. He has a lot of famous people playing, like, bit parts, and it's kind of cool to see them, but there's probably four four main people in this movie. So who's in this movie? Leonardo DiCaprio. No, how do you know Leonardo DiCaprio? What movie would you say is the Leonardo DiCaprio movie to you? 
I'm not sure, but I first saw him in Titanic. Ty- that's probably yeah, the, that's, that's a good one. That's a good one. He's Leonardo DiCaprio has reached that level like the other guy in this movie where they're just you just know who they are, like yeah. Tom Hanks. So who's the other big guy in this movie? Brad Pitt. <laughs> oh, do we have a Matt Damon smile for Brad Pitt from Tracy? <laughs> oh, no, yeah. that's the Brad Pitt smile. Yeah, that's the Brad Pitt smile. You know, this is hard to say, but we haven't reviewed that many Brad Pitt movies. No, but we're going to be reviewing another one real soon. So I'm going to ask Noah the same question. When you think Brad Pitt, what movie do you think of? I haven't really seen him in a lot of movies. He hasn't been in a lot recently. Not recently. He, the only one that comes to mind for me is Ocean's Eleven and Twelve yeah, and Twenty Seven. Martian. Oh yeah, duh. He was a lot bigger earlier on. I think Leo is probably yeah. Okay, so who else do you want to talk about in this movie, Tracy? Margot Robbie. Steady. Ah, Easy. Darren's Steady. got the smile. Margot Steady. Robbie is my girl because she's Harley Quinn. But I will yeah, say, yeah, but she's much more than that. She's also Tanya Harding, actually. So, yeah, um, yeah that kind of threw me. I yes. kept looking at her, going, "Boy, I know that. Who is that?" Uh, let's just say that was not enough to save save this for me. The so, Wolf yeah. of Wall Street, too. She mm. was in. Yes. Yeah, but she was didn't do much in that except she was like yeah. in that movie. Uh, okay, so who else? I'm just gonna say Luke Perry because it was his last film. Mm. Okay, he is one of those examples that I talked about earlier about kind of like a cameo from a famous person. Yeah. He had like two lines, but. It was his last movie. It was his last movie. And he's from 90210, so we should give him a little shout out. Right? Yeah. All right. All right. The cast in these movies is important, but what we really need to discuss, this is a Quentin Tarantino movie. Yes. Quentin Tarantino doesn't make a ton of movies, but he- He's made nine. They all have kind of a aesthetic or a thing to them. Mm-hmm. Like, you kind of know- They're all Westerns, essentially. Yeah, there's a certain edge. So- Tracy and I knew we were in trouble when we had our conversation before we saw the movie, oh. and I told her I thought Quentin Tarantino was overrated. Yep. Oh. Yeah. All right. And I, when I got the reaction, I'm, I'm, I'm laying my cards on the table before I start blowing stuff up with my flamethrower. Um, I, flamethrower. I, I, went back, <laughs> I went back and looked at all of his movies, and I kind of rang like, do I like them? So I felt like I loved Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Pulp Fiction was a good movie, but I saw it late in the game, so everyone else had hyped it up oh. so much it didn't live up to that. But it's a good movie. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I liked Hateful Eight. was very good. Did not like Jackie Brown. Didn't really like Django Unchained or Inglorious Bastards that much. Really? So that's I where I Jackie am. I like Jackie Brown, and I loved Inglorious Bastards. So, Noah, what's your feeling on Quentin Tarantino? I really like him, and I haven't seen a lot of his movies, but you from saw, when I've seen You saw Pulp Fiction, right? I have not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you like him. Yeah. So I just think he's. People talk about him like, oh, it's a Quentin Tarantino film, and yeah, you can tell <laughs> yeah. it's a Quentin Tarantino film. I just realized that it's maybe he's just not my guy. Fast banter, a lot of the f word, a lot of violence that's gory, and a and, lot of different levels. Levels. Yes. Thank you, and, Fred. And he's also known for a kicking soundtracks. Yes. Yeah, like, this soundtrack oh, yeah. was what, on point. What, no, you are too young to know this, but when I was in, I think it was high school when Pulp Fiction came out, and everyone bought that soundtrack. Yes. It, what he does is he takes these songs from like back that were old to the people who were watching the movie, and like brings them back, and now they're cool again, and people buy the soundtrack. Yeah. So this yeah. this does do that again. It, all those hallmarks are in there. Yeah. So let's talk. I don't know how to address this, Tracy. We're going to get into it now. Okay. This is not based on a source material, but as Fred alluded to earlier, it's it is kind a story. of it's kind of based on historical events. Do you the historical events that occurred in 1969, 1970, LA is the backdrop of which the story takes place. Right. And it's a, it revolves around Sharon Tate. 
Yes. Okay. So you see her, you see JC bring, you see Charlie Manson. So here's here's my take on this. So I want to know if you need to know about what's going on then. So it seems like it's based on historical events, like as Tracy said in the background, but it, but it isn't. Like there's a lot of actual people who existed in this movie that Tracy just name dropped, but like you don't know that what they did in the movie actually occurred. My age is that yeah, what you're my, saying? My okay. age is the I think the, the opposite of the sweet spot. So this is why I want to have Noah here. So I know the names. I know who there McQueen was, is. Yeah, Steve and, McQueen was in right. it. They were at the Playboy Mansion. I know that stuff. I know about spaghetti westerns. I know the name yeah. Sharon Tate. I know about Manson, but I didn't live through it. So I well, had no we idea. Were four, so yeah. I had no idea what was going on. The whole thing was like, what is this? It, there's enough fake characters jumbled in together with real characters yes. doing stuff oh, that didn't actually even yeah. remotely happen that kind of made me mad. So Noah, you are way younger than us. You probably don't even know any of this. Did you know any of these things? No. So you got to watch this movie completely fresh. He's seen it twice, by the way. That's why you're here. Nice. So did you? He saw it once. Did you feel you needed to know the historical context of what was going on, or did you like it more because you had no idea? I liked it more, actually. Yeah. That was my theory because he could watch it without saying, "Wait a minute, I know this did not happen, but that's a real person," and that's kind of mm. what was. And I couldn't tell who was real and who wasn't because they probably dug really deep on some of those names you mentioned. I didn't know. So I was just annoyed the whole time. Well, Steve McQueen was real. Yes. Uh, Jay Sebring was real. Abigail Folger was real. Sharon Tate was real. Roman Polanski was real. I mean, was the guy at the ran- the Manson Ranch, the old dude, real? George Spawn was real. So like, I couldn't tell. Who, and some of the people were clearly fake, though, like Brad Pitt and... Uh, Squeaky from... Yeah. Uh, she was real. Yeah. The, the Dakota Fanning played her. So I guess I was 95, 195% lost because on a very superficial level, I knew... Th- some of these people were real, but I'm 100% sure that 98% of the stuff didn't happen. And it just made me mad the whole time. So you were just, you were looking for more facts instead of getting lost in the story. If I knew every single character in this movie was completely fake and it was a made up story, I'd say that's a good story. Okay. But it's a real, they're trying to make it real, actual, but then it's based on actual events. But, but, you, it, but it's completely not. That's what made me so mad. <laughs> okay. I mean, you don't get it out, Tracy? I get where you're coming from, but I kind of know a lot about the Manson stuff and I've seen Helter Skelter probably three or four times and all these documentaries on him so for me the the outcome of of what I thought of it was really good because I could separate so this is where I was I had such a strong visceral reaction to this movie of hatred that I felt bad about it so I actually took the step I watched the movie with people and I've talked to some people in it, and that's how they thought. Because I thought, this is not real. This movie's got an 81% score on Rotten Tomatoes, which is good, and I don't like it at all. And I talked to someone, and she said to me, you have to be a little bit older to really get it. Because they had a better knowledge of the facts that oh, happened, like Tracy sure. said. And they appreciated the historical tidbits that were dropped in more. I caught a lot of the references, but I know I didn't catch all of them. Well, the hippies did take over Spawn Ranch. That really happened. See, my whole brain was like, what happened and what didn't? Because he didn't hew very close to reality. And and Tex Ritter, one of the three guys that went on the killing spree, he was real. And he was a jerk in real life. One of the things I like about comic book movies is I know the source material very well. And I like yeah. to see how they twist it for the movies. Okay. I didn't understand the source material very well. And I knew he was twisting something. And it just made me mad. So, so I think what a- you're saying is you need to crack a history book. 
I think uh, I think I was not the target audience, but yeah, a history book of, of some sorts would have been helpful. So they did like it very much. Okay, and I talked to people, and they said I need to be a little bit older. Or my theory was, if you didn't have that pre knowledge of mm. what really happened, you ah. could, you you could just it. go in, get immersed in the story, get lost in the story, and appreciate it for what it is. And that's what you did, Noah. Hmm. And you saw it twice. Yeah. And it's a three-hour movie, so that's six hours of your life you've committed. That means you really liked it. <laughs> yeah. He liked it. All right, so let's talk about this plot. I don't know how much spoilers matter or not, because supposedly it's history, but. Tracy, did you like it? Yes, loved it. I loved the She's looking yin- over the top of her glasses at you. She's like so mad at me right now. <laughs> I love the yin and yang with with Leo and Brad. How they just fit, even though they were different. They were two parts of the same person, in my opinion. And I loved the whole backstory of Brad Pitt's about how he killed his wife, but. You know, he had plenty of an opportunity to um, do something bad to a hippie, but didn't. Noah, what did you think about this plot? Because I was confused at some parts, but... Thank you. I'm not the only one. (laughs) um, I'm glad I saw it twice because it really helped. Sometimes that's the best way to process process it, yeah. All right, so... I'm going to throw out some bold claims here. Oh, boy. I checked my watch mm. more times than I did during Trolls and Monster Truck okay, combined. Okay, wow. you don't compare a Quentin Tarantino film to those stupid wow. films. I was so, I was like, what is going on? Nothing is happening. This movie isn't moving forward. There's no plot. It's just stuff happening for no Things, reason. <laughs> but Quentin, that's not how he works. If you've Here's, seen his movies, everything, there's a meaning that's the problem though so and i'm I'm more literal than everybody but in many movies like this there's a seemingly random stuff that's happening and it all ties together at the end um and then you see why it matters 98 percent of the stuff that happened in this movie had no relevance to the end like you know like you're wrong remember in the movie signs they went back and like oh the swing away happened from this and it all tied together yeah none of that stuff her sitting in the movie theater had nothing to do with anything. Them being on the whole the whole Western thing didn't tie into the end. The end was just random. I mean, it just didn't really... Nothing no, drew the characters no, together. I disagree. I disagree because there were a couple of times before... I'm trying not to give away a bunch of this plot, but there were a couple times before Brad Pitt went to the ranch that he ran into the hippie girl. And but What did that do with anything? She wasn't even... She didn't do anything. Okay. Maybe you maybe you need to take him back and beat me. show it to him you again. Just, it all makes sense. You knew that their paths were going to cross, and they did. And there's a line in the movie, and I, I don't know it exactly, but someone says, Hollywood's all about killing. Duh. <laughs> I just felt like none no, of that. No, it's it all fits. It all nothing, makes sense. Nothing that they learned throughout the whole movie or an experience they gained or a piece of information they got or a thing that happened played any meaningful role to that last scene. Yes, it did. If it did not happen, if those those things you talked about never happened, the last scene could have been exactly the same. How about when Brad Pitt is feeding his dog and he turns up the dog food can and you're waiting for the food to come out in that lumpy mess? That shows how well the dog is trained. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Because I guess, but they didn't tr- show the other thing that happened with that. I mean, they just, I guess it showed the dog. It didn't oh, tie it together. All right. Didn't you're getting into minutiae. Yeah, we're getting, I mean, well, the whole point is 
if the minutia of this this whole movie is about weird minutia like things like Tracy said, showing a close up of the dog food can coming out interminably, and I felt there was no payoff for it. Huh. Like I was just like, why am I sitting here while they're showing what happened two years ago with Bruce Lee, which probably didn't happen. I mean, that didn't play in anything either. Yes, it did. Shows he can <laughs> fight people or something. Who was he teaching? Were you guys watching the same f- movie? Who was no he idea. teaching how to fight? That was no. That was the difference. Flashback. Oh, okay. all right. We got to move forward. Yeah, <laughs> no, you guys, you I, guys are not going to agree. No, and, no, and I gotta breaker. say, and I think Darren will agree, and Noah will agree. I gotta say that. He captured the 60s perfectly. I mean, from the marquees to the the ads to um, the dog food cans to the wardrobe to the cars. I mean, you you totally thought you were back there. Hmm. No, that's okay. legit. Cool. And that's what the people I talked to afterwards said. You would appreciate it more if you could. Ca- to me, it's like Stranger Things. Stranger Things is awesome because it's a good plot, but it has all these little 80s. Yes. References and scenes. And I'm more of a child of the 80s, so I'm like All right. getting the nostalgia of that. Okay. I don't have any nostalgia for the 60s well, and 70s. because it predates you. Well, exactly. Or so we I, I can have an appreciation for both. And that's why she can have that, and the person who I talk to, and I can't. And my parents liked it as well, too, and they're a little older than I am, obviously. Well, there you my are. Parents. So, so apparently, this is not a Darren Schulman production. No, it's, it's not. not. I, I also right. feel like, and I'm not going to get into spoilers, but I guess I am, because I'm just so mad. Ah! Quentin Tarantino's thing... Seems to be nowadays. I'm going to go back to some historical thing and like, I don't like it. So I'm just going to turn into like this weird revenge thing that never happened. Like in Glorious Bastards where, hey, we'll just have the Jewish guys kill all the Nazis. That would have been great. I would have loved it, but it didn't happen. And then Django Unchained with the slavery thing. Slavery holders were bad. Let's have this guy kill them all. And he's kind of doing it again. And I'm kind of like, try something new, man. Can't just change history because you didn't like it. Sassipotamus. I'm, very the I'm, I'm not. In you know what? Movie. I'm not going to say anything because no one needs to talk before I say something I might regret. Oh, all right. Show canceled. No. <laughs> what do you think of the plot of this movie? Did it pay off? Did you catch stuff that? Yeah. Fell at the end. I maybe just missed it. You might have caught it the second time. Right. Yeah. What What was your favorite thing that happened early on that kind of came back and paid off at the end? I know what it was. Go ahead, tell him. <laughs> Um, when uh, they showed clips of Leonardo DiCaprio's character uh, in his in his previous movies, the German and, one, yeah. Okay, yeah. so I would have liked that too, except for one key thing, and I can't. I guess I'll say this because it's not a spoiler. It would have been a lot more cool if she wasn't already in the pool. Like all, I mean, I don't think that mattered. I don't think what that did did anything. Hmm. Watch, right. Go watch the movie. See oh, the okay. end. All you will right. catch what right. Noah's talking about. Okay. But I felt like that didn't need to happen either because it was almost already done. All right. If you just think about the title of the film and how the ending went, it will all make sense, my friend. Nothing about this movie made sense. <sighs> all right. All right. Who is going to like this movie? <laughs> oh, wait. Let's talk about the action and special effects. Well, no. Let's not get out of that. Who's going to like this movie? We already talked about the special effects. Um... Well, I think Quentin Tarantino fans will love this movie. 
it's not his typical. I don't think it goes over the top like so many of his other films do. And there is no nudity at all in this movie, I think we need to say. You seem awfully disappointed in that. Trailer. No, well, I'm, uh, just, I'm just saying that it's not his typical. Um, it is R, so, you know, I but have to say. But that's for violence. That, yeah, it's for violence and for a lot of cussing, you know, which Ms. he's Tarantino. known for. Um, Can I say one thing about the violence? Yeah. It seems like Tarantino's big thing now. He's again. I think he's just getting lazy. Yeah. He, violence. He turns oh. it. He takes someone getting killed. And he just. I'm gonna make it as bloody and gross as possible for like no real reason. And I'm kind of getting. I'm over it. Wow. You know. He wow. saved it all till the end, and it was just too much. It didn't need to be that way. Okay. I don't know. Noah, you, you, no, you've got to look. He's you need to look say something. You like the violence. Or it was very. It's a lot more realistic than his other movies. I yes, think. I agree. Thank you. Yeah. They just it, didn't need all the. Had a bigger punch. It had a punch, all right. That's that's for sure. Okie <laughs> dokie. All right. Sorry, Tarantino. I don't I don't like you, man. My bad. Um, I think if you are, I think if you're a little older than me and you can have more of an appreciation for the historical time period and the events of the Manson and the Sharon Tate, you might get more out of this movie. Or if you're like Noah and you don't have that bias of this is completely inaccurate and weird, I think you can enjoy it. I mean, the, the acting's good. Brad Pitt and Leo were yeah, very good. Yeah, they were very right. good, I thought. It just was very distracting because there's, there's no MacGuffin, Fred. Okay. Not really. It just kind of stuff right. happens, and then I guess it ties together at the end. There, there is wow. an end credit scene. Wow. There is an end credit scene, which was, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Funny, maybe. It was funny. Okay. And then the PSA. That was kind of funny, but I was mad at that point. So. Oh, man. All right, wow. we're gonna have, we're gonna have to get you out of here. And I'm so to, I literally talked to people about this. I was so mad. Tracy, what's your score? No, Noah, what's your score? I would give it an eight out of ten, but it's leaning more to the uh, to a nine. Just give it a nine, man. Just own give it. it a, it's, what right. is it? Eight or nine? Uh, nine. Nine. You got to own it. All right, Tracy. Mine's a nine point five. Okay. I took a. A half a point off because I really wanted them to feature Margot Robbie a little bit more. Hmm. Um, she's in it, but she's not in it as much as people might want to expect. Okay. And she didn't do anything. Okay. <laughs> What's, What's your, your score? score, Hatopotamus? I wrote it down because... No, no, don't say it. One. I hated this movie. Okay. Wow. I... I, I'm literally mad I saw it. I told my parents. I can't believe I saw that wow. movie. I'm sorry. It's a good movie. I hated it. Okay. Look, she's, she's in utter <laughs> shock and awe. Now, if someone One? wants to go see the movie, Miss Tracy, what times can we go see it at the Strand Theater? I, I have to collect myself. It's <laughs> the longest episode. I'm sorry, guys. I'm trying to um, save you guys. Okay. You keep dragging me down. Okay. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Again, two hours and 41 minutes. It will be in the first Commonwealth Bank side theater today, Saturday and Thursday, 2, 5.30 and 9. On Sunday, 1, 4.30 and 8. On Monday and Wednesday, 4 and 7.30. And on Tuesday, 5 and 8.30. Okay. And if they've forgotten any of that... TheStrandTheater.net. All right. And the summer kids shows are done. Summer kids shows are done. Okay. And uh, we're getting geared up for back to school the following <gasps> oh, week. don't say that. Yeah. Boo. And next week, we are reviewing... Three male specimens, Hobbs and Shaw and Black Superman. Idris Elba. 
I think I'll be happier. It's part of the Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. I'll be happier next week. You'll be happier next week. All right. We'll find out about that next week when we go through the lens on 92.9 WDLR.